Halo, halo, Sacred Icon listeners. We used to do ads for other people, but I decided, why don't we do one for ourselves? Whether you're here listening to us for the first time or you've heard every episode, I'd like to briefly tell you what we're about and how you can support us. We have been doing this podcast since 2019, and with that has come lots of changes. We started as a primarily Halo-only show, but have evolved, combat evolved, over the years to talk about a wide variety of things in the realm of nerd culture. As you can imagine, we've made numerous changes to our platforms, usernames, and emails over the years, so now is the time for me to set things right and give the Covenant back their bomb. You can join our Discord by clicking the link included on our podcast feed. You can also send us an email or a voice message at sacrediconpodcast at gmail.com. We have a YouTube channel at youtube.com slash sacredicon, and we no longer use Twitter or X or whatever else the kids are calling it these days. So if you see someone who looks like us there, just know it's not us. Lastly, you can support us on patreon.com slash sacredicon and receive a bevy of bonus content. We're so glad you chose us to be the voice in your ear on this particular day and hope you enjoy the episode ahead. Halo, halo to all you Paramount Plus subscribers out there, if you know what I'm talking about. And thanks, guys, for tuning in to another adventure with the Sacred Icon Podcast. Much like the King and the Jedi, we have returned here with episode 114 to discuss our thoughts on the third episode, whose title coincidentally is a fitting word to describe the days Brian lived with his parents and came all the way upstairs from the basement to greet me at the door for a hangout, a.k.a. Emergence. I'm your host, Joshy Hargis, and join with me, as always, is my buddy, my pal, my friend, your host, ladies and gentlemen, it's Bad Dad Brian. Brian, hmm. bottoms up in the devil the ass. ass. Gives you something to think about, doesn't it, Joe? Every day, morning, noon, night, gives Every me day. something to think about around the clock. <laughs> it's been too long. It's been too long, <laughs> been since, too we long. Thought of, since we thought about it. Yeah, I was thinking when, when we knew this, when we heard said this episode was called Emergence, I was like... And you gave the basement thing. I was like, yeah, I'm like a locust from Gears, like emerging from my hole to get a Pepsi from the fridge, you know. <laughs> Emergence day. day. Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. it. I love, love it. Gears. The door opens and it's you and I'm like, damn! Yeah. Yeah, I need to. P- I need pizza yeah. and a Pepsi. Yeah. And emerge, go back down to my hole. And then my mom's like, back in your hole! <laughs> Dude, I, I, I'm due for a replay. I was playing Judgment for a while. To, I was going to go through them chronologically yeah. for replay, and then I was hearing rumors that they might do like an MCC type thing for those, and I have not heard anything more about it, but I stopped. You waited to play something because you thought a better version was coming, Josh. <sighs> yeah. Many man. a time. Yeah. Story of my life. All my life. Actually, how many times have you started a game, then it was announced there's a new version, and you just quit? You're just like, nah, <laughs> 10 hours? Nah. It's hard enough. I can't believe I powered through as much as I have in Cyberpunk knowing an expansion's coming. I still, yeah. dude, I still haven't played, um, what is it, the Eternal Gods DLC stuff for uh, whatever it's called, for uh, Doom Eternal. Oh, yeah. I yeah, still haven't I played, played that, even though I bought that $80 edition at launch. They're pretty I'm nuts. tough. Yeah. I'm nuts. And then, and then I know like Aaron from our mod, he's mm-hmm. like, oh, I played it on like Nightmare and like got hit once. And I'm like, what? Damn. Aaron's world? a guy. I, I lowered the difficulty for the He's DLC a guy. Part. Yeah, that's great. Dude, I'll probably play it on normal or whatever it is. You know, you know what's funny? Remember the um when you play the Wolfenstein's games and when you put it on like normal or easy, it shows uh, BJ like yeah, he's got the pacifier. <laughs> yeah. That's bogus. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> anyway. if they would do that for the Souls games, I'd do it. Put a put a picture call me call it bitch mode. I don't care. Like give me a mode to or get good mode. Yeah. <laughs> like you like a, a prompt could come up and be like, please admit that you are a worthless sack of shit. <laughs> 
And I'd be like, accept. <laughs> Yay, I can play this you game with without a big difficulty smile now. on your face. Yeah. Uh, no, there'd be such controversy over that. It'd be ridiculous. Yeah, I know. People I see that all the time. Anytime that topic comes up, it's like the equivalent of like BR and Halo. Like someone says, oh, it'd be nice if they had a difficulty. Scaling. Don't talk about it. Yeah. Don't talk like, about it. The whole point mode. of Dark Souls is not to have that. Yeah. Get good. But anyways, guys, we're actually here to talk about Halo, and not just Halo, the Halo TV series on Paramount+. Plus. That's right. And Josh, I gotta say, this is my favorite episode. Mine too? Mine too. Damn. Yeah. So I, so, I had no complaints, and I liked the whole episode. It was great. Man, uh, this was, this was, I was, this was one where I like, the time just flew by and I wasn't looking at anything. I was just kind of like, wow, I'm like, I'm watching this and I'm just It did it. fly by a lot faster. The pacing was much better. Although, it, we're going to get into this as we break it down, but my least favorite part, like, every time it got back to the rubble, I was like, ugh. Like, you have yeah. the A you have the a plot with Master Chief, Cortana, uh, Halsey, everybody, and then you have the B plot with uh, Soren and Quan, and I was just, like, I don't hate it at all, but I was like, ugh, let's get back. It's just, at this time, with only three episodes, that B plot has barely anything resembling Halo in any way. Yeah. You know, there's, there's no, no characters you know, it's a place you don't know, um... I will say, man, this show's. I would say in three episodes, this this uh, show's already done a better job than than the games at making me think. Wow, Halsey's kind of a piece of shit, you know. Like I like her, I do like she's a great character, but I'm like, this show's done a great job of like she just has no remorse at all. It's weird how much know. I think like how much uh, most of what I know of Halsey is removed from the games. Like you know what I mean? It's all that surrounding yeah. like lore Material that's in the expanded universe, basically. Yeah, it's it's weird. Like, I just kind of like, I, I guess I don't even think about it when I play the games now. It's all just like there. But like she illegally clones a version of herself, and then that person becomes senti- sentient. I think I'm saying that right. Yeah, sentient. Yeah. No, you got. And uh, you know they're they have emotions and feelings, and mm-hmm. she's basically like, I'm gonna harvest you for your brain, and the the the, the Clones like you're gonna. You just want me for my brain, right? Like you're gonna kill me, and she's like, "Yep." Yeah, no, pretty and, much. And they, <laughs> they, and they, I shouldn't laugh at that. Do oh, okay. One thing bothered me a little bit, but it, like not enough to. It's just a nitpick, but like okay. that dude leaning in to kiss the clone. That was creepy AF, dude. Creepy. Oh, AF. dude. I have. Rest- I'm referring to him as like a Roland clone, Roland 2.0. I don't. Oh, that is Roland. That's something Roland would do. And dude, yeah. And I, I feel like if if take advantage to play Roland, I could see his face like being Roland. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's Roland. Roland. Like, we're making a second AI. We don't have need of your yeah. physical body anymore. Goodbye. Get deleted. He's like, yeah, that, that, he, did, he did channel Roland there because Roland was like, you know, because she didn't die when she was supposed to lean in for a kiss. I hope. <laughs> and he sees Halsey, he's like, oh, I guess I won't stick my tongue down this helpless clone's throat. Yeah, it was messed up. I hope I hope he gets left on the planet they, uh, they're going. I hope he dies. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was I'm with just, you. I have no, I have no background for that character other no. than he was assisting Halsey, and now he's a creep ass. He's literally like the only character in the show so far that I that I know like next to nothing about outside of like Soren's wife that I could care that I couldn't care less yeah. about. Like he's my he's least. He's the only character, character that resembles Roland in, in yeah. every fiber of his being. Yep. So of course we hate him here at the hate Sacred him. Icon Podcast. <laughs> but <laughs> no, dude. Yeah, it was just like Halsey because it's, it's, it's very clear that Halsey's like. It was illegal to make the Flash clone. Then she does it anyways. Then she basically have a picture of Josh having like I know you, it, there's no way to like picture it like totally. You'd have to experience it, but picture like having a conversation with like a 20 year old Josh that you cloned, mm-hmm. who had the same kind of like personality and looks and and just knowing that you were gonna 
basically just sucked his brain out and just like it's just you have to have you have to be really cold hearted. It and then puts after, it into perspective. Yeah. Yeah, and then after she does that, she's basically like, "Well, you know, I'm going to put this thing in you you don't want, Chief, and you know, I'm doing it because I'm curious." And I'm basically subjecting you to your memories when you touch this artifact because I'm curious. And, you know, like, uh, basically everything she does is just like, yeah, because I'm curious. Like, oh, he's taking out his kernel that in a spine that, like, suppresses his emotions. <laughs> you know what? Cortana, let him do it. Let's just see what happens. I just picture, Shit's like, a game. fucking popcorn kernel coming out. Oh, yeah. He's like, ah. Oh. He's like, ah, oh, this <laughs> one never popped. That's weird. It's in my back. I felt it between my teeth. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. We saw Master Chief's butt cheeks. That's Finally. Finally, finally, like all the memes, all like, the memes. I know we had to wait till the end of episode one to see his face, but it was till the end of episode three to see his ass. Ass, yeah, to Dang. see his ass. Dang, yeah. But the, I, it, was, it was crazy though, the way they showed his butt cheeks. I it like, caught me off guard. Like it was like it scared me. You know, yeah. it was like because he was it was not showing his butt cheeks, and he was trying to dig for that kernel in the spine, and like he's digging for it, and it's it's got us it's got us invested. He's digging for it. Cortana's trying to show him where, and then. It pans over and like suddenly I'm looking at his ass, but I'm more focused on the kernel. And then I look down, I'm like, oh damn, there's a pair of John cheeks right there. <laughs> Dang, okay. dude, and yeah, and like what's funny is when he pulls out that he's like, ooh, Orville Redenbacher, that's strange. Yeah. And then it pans over, and the blonde female Spartan is like, just she was watching him the whole time. Like, nice ass cheeks. She's like, I love them cheeks. I love to spank them cheeks. So oh. actually, you know what? Basically, that Spartan chick was doing what we said Mercy was probably doing in the last episode for Maquis. She was looking around the corner. Yeah, you're right. Na, 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 na. Yeah, creeping on cheap there. Yeah, creeping on cheap. Yeah, definitely. That was going on. Got some creep. Got some creepy yeah. stuff going on this episode. But, uh, jo- the, yeah. jo- oh, go ahead, Josh. You, you go ahead. No, I was go gonna. Ahead. I was gonna take us through some beats uh, through okay. the episode. But were you gonna say something? Beats by Dre. Beats by Dre, baby. Nice. Beats by Dre, baby. Uh, yeah. So we start off the episode with a flashback on the planet Oban. And this is where we see Mackie, or McKee. McKee, I said Mackie. This was a cool planet. <laughs> Mr. Mackie, McKee, McKee. But, uh, yeah, this was pretty cool. Um, we see her with a boy when they're kids, and the boy is reading her a book, which is the one she has in a, as an adult. And the book is called The Dawn of Angels, which totally sounded like Final Fantasy to me. Dawn sounds of like Angels. a Breaking Benjamin song to me. Yeah, I could see the, the Dawn of Angel. No, that sounds more <gasps> like Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh Wow, that totally made me totally uh, yeah. Me well, down the, I guess it, took, boy, took she me down liked, the obviously because they kiss. Yes, so that was really weird to me. They mentioned like, like I guess when people read this part, they are supposed to kiss, and then the kids like kiss, and then like moments See, later, for a moment I thought maybe that was Maki and John when the episode started, and then I was like, they kissed. And I'm like. Don't think that's John unless they're going Game of Thrones on the show. Yeah, see, Dad uh, Dad was wondering. He was like, at that point, he was like, is that, that's maybe him when he was little, right? And I was like, honestly, at this point, I was like. Could be. Could be. Could be. But it wasn't. Yeah, and it wasn't. But um, yeah, so then a few minutes, a few moments after they kind of share a kiss, they're caught by these uh, guards or whatever you want to call them. And they end up chasing them and they beat the kid down to death. She sees her best friend after getting her first kiss get beaten to death and not soon after that, the Covenant invade the planet, and they locate her. Covenant look a lot better in this one. They do, although I think it's... It, yeah, I was just going to say that. I think it's because of the night scenes. But um, So they locate her. Well, they locate whatever they're supposed to be looking for, and they realize it's her. And 
the elite's like, you know, it's her. You do want to come with us? And she's like, yeah, I'll come with you guys. I don't like this place. And he's like, yeah, this place is trash. It's ass. Let's go. She's like, okay. From her point of view, the, the elites were better than where she was at. From her so. point of view, the Jedi are evil. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, somebody somebody photoshopped Maki's head on Anakin standing in the lava in episode three. <laughs> Do that, please. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. But uh, I think right after some of this, I got out of out of order. But um, Brian will correct me on this if I'm wrong. But shortly after this, we flash forward and Maki is talking to the prophets, and they're ruminating on how you know interesting it might be that she's going to potentially run into somebody who is blessed just like her. What that could do for her, and she assures them that she's not only going to bring back that uh, keyhole. Yeah. She's also going to bring the chief's head, Brian. Yeah, the demon's What do you think head. about this? Because do you do you feel like there's a like? I feel like the show can go in a couple of different directions with this. Like one, she'll somehow eventually just come be converted back to the good side, or like two, she'll have a love story with Chief and he'll get like a love interest in her, or three, they'll literally fight and she'll get killed off, or she'll fight, they'll fight and she'll get beaten. Well, that's what's interesting, right? Is I think with her character right now, there's several different ways they can take her, and some mm-hmm. of those ways I would like, and some of those ways I would not. You okay, I mean? let's like, talk about that. What would you not like? um, if, if they keep her around as like a constant, you know, five seasons in, like main antagonist of the uh, Covenant, I'm probably not going to like that because mm-hmm. I'm like, long term, I'm interested in the elites, the prophets, the flood. You know, I don't really care about... Right now, it's cool. Like, right now, I actually like her and, and what she's doing. The whole scene with the Hunters, which we'll talk more about, oh, was, yeah, that was, was really great. cool. Yeah. Um, I like the actress. I think she's doing a good job. I'd like to see more of her still. But I would like to think that this gets resolved in one of two ways. Either she dies somehow or she joins humanity. But I'm kind of feeling like... Right now, I feel like she won't join. I know that's it's kind of a trope to have her like, oh, humanity actually wasn't bad. It was just my my childhood. I think she's probably going to die. I don't know if it'll be from, like, Chief killing her. I don't know if it'll be from, like, her betraying the Covenant in some way and they kill her. Um, but I think she'll die. I don't know if it'll be season one or two. Obviously, the show's building to when they arrive at Halo. And then when they arrive Seems at Halo, that way more and more. Yeah, when they arrive at Halo, you'd think, I mean, I know the show's doing different things, but you'd think it would build eventually to the Flood and to why the Forerunners built it. So I, I feel so. like she's not in this show for the long haul. I feel like she's going to be, uh, you know, may, I don't know if it'll just be this season or part of the next season as well. But yeah, I, I hope, um, I don't think, she, I mean, obviously she's not going to kill Chief. I mean, that's not yeah. going to happen. And I, <laughs> I don't, other than her command of hunters that we've seen, Hunter Worms, I don't really see what about her so powerful that she could take on a Spartan. But do you think there's a do you think there's a chance that um, you know they'll uh, the profit and everything will turn on her? Maybe like find no use for her anymore. Or there'll be something it's possible. Like that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, or if they re- are like maybe if they realize that uh, you know there's many more blessed ones out there, or yeah. maybe Chief or her f- does what they want enough that they're just like, okay, we're done with you now. Do you think there's a chance that like they behind the scenes that maybe they wanted to use her character as a way to like have someone to identify with like ease viewers who haven't played the halo games, ease them into yeah, the whole I think covenant so, side I of think things. If we were seeing these same convert and I know like us, like more hardcore fans would like it, but I think if you took all of Maquis scenes and it was just, those scenes were just between a CGI prophet and a CGI elite. Yeah, and then a CGI elite coming aboard a ship with worms and stuff like that. 
I think for a lot of audiences, it's going to be like, you know, uh, this is a lot, this is a lot of weird stuff. You know, weird looking yeah. aliens who don't speak English, who, you know, the CG is not 100% awesome and, you know, there's nothing to relate to. I do think it helps uh, having okay. it to relate to. And it's a show, it's a different medium, so I think it makes sense. And once we, like we've said, the, the show's changed so much already. Uh, from the games that it's just an, its own new thing, and I don't mind her. Let me ask you, you know? a question. Just came to me. What if I was? Let me just pretend for a moment that I'm like some toxic dude online. Okay. Why could they have not just like taken her out completely and put the arbiter like in her her like role? Gave her gave it gave him the well, same kind of I mean, backstory and done the same thing. Isn't that kind of the answer I just gave though? I mean, at the same time, I feel like it's just it's kind of the. You know, because it would be hard for audiences to relate to right. a CG elite with the yeah. CG. Because like, it doesn't no, matter if the it doesn't matter the if the page. elite is arbiter. Doesn't matter if the elite is some made up elite. It doesn't matter what. It's still a CGI character talking in a different language to another CGI character in a different language. You know, with no yeah. with no connect. Plus, like, what? Why? As strictly show viewers, people who haven't played the games, why would they keep showing us this elite? And this, like, because the elite obviously wouldn't be a blessed one, you know, unless right. they decided to make elites reclaimers too, but I'm guessing they wouldn't do that. But, mm-hmm. you know, the elite probably wouldn't be a blessed one. So then you remove the blessed one plot line. Well, then it's like, what is the relevance? They keep showing us this elite and this prophet, and then they go back to UNSC, and there's no interaction between that elite and prophet and right. the UNSC. As viewers of a show who's never seen, played the games or anything like that, or read the books, you'd be like, why do we keep seeing this? Also, like... We just tend humans have a tendency to like care more for like their own kind. So like people are interested in like Maki, like and they see her background now that she was yeah. on a it looked like she was on some kind of slave planet and her friend was beaten to death and you know we we can now we're like sympathizing with her right because we're like oh you went yeah. with the elites because you went with the covenant because they treated you better than humanity did yeah so, her window to humanity is like through just abuse yeah you you lose a lot of and I know it's it's really hard probably for some. Halo fans of the games, long-term fans, to wrap their minds around it. And that's not because I'm calling them, like, dumb. It's just hard. It's just emotionally hard mm-hmm. when you're invested. But I think a lot of the sh- a lot of the show loses a lot. Of what we've seen, if you just swapped it out, the show loses a lot. You know, relatability, compassion, um, you know, that human, human side of that. It just, I think it loses a lot. Then, like I said, the Blessed One plot, and a lot of people probably don't like the Blessed One stuff, which... You know, people complain about that, but I don't think it's that far of a stretch from the games. You know what I mean? Like, the games don't have blessed ones, but they do have reclaimers, humans who can activate. Right. And, you know, and kind of like you said earlier, we're three episodes into the show. So maybe, yeah. you know, maybe it'll make more sense. You know, there's there's plenty of shows I've watched where, like, I didn't like stuff necessarily. But then by the end of the season, I was like, oh, or years from now, you know, years since, yeah. I'm like, oh, I can't. I don't and remember I was actually having thinking, that issue. It's funny. I was actually thinking when, we were watch- when I was watching this episode, I was thinking at the same the same part. Probably similar reasons that you were saying you didn't want you, you wanted to get back to the regular stuff. When it was Quan and and Soren, I I was watching it. I was thinking to myself, I was like, I wonder if this is going to be a season where we look back, even from season two or maybe season three or four of the show, mm-hmm. and we look back at season one and we go, Wow, look how much is different here. How much has changed? Like the way I the way I'm trying to compare it to is like for any of you who have watched The Office, if you watch come in at season two or three. And then you go back and watch season one. It's Oof. way different. Yeah, huge I mean, upgrade. Yeah, it's like a huge upgrade. People people have different haircuts, different complexion, almost <laughs> kind of like Michael Scott's hands. hair is like really like slick. Yeah, back. like <laughs> there's a bunch of like randos in season one that never yeah. appear again. Like which I loved. 
even even some of the way like the lighting of is shot in the first season's different, you know? And You're the right. humor's like maybe more drier in the first season, maybe too dry. So it's like I could just see season two or three. Like let's say let's say we're in season three and we're on the Halo ring and there's beautiful vistas and there's Marines fighting Covenant and Warthogs and there's Flood. Mm-hmm. I could just see us going, man, remember season one when we were on that space rock with Soren and Quan? Like, yeah, man, them with the dark times. Things are yeah, like, better now. You yeah, know, I'm not honestly, even saying it's bad. I'm just, you know, I'm saying, like, it could change a lot. I've never watched this show before, but uh, I was thinking of checking it out. Do you, do you recommend it? Yeah, man, uh, it's pretty good, but you might want to skip the first season. You know, it's kind yeah, of... Yeah. Once they get to the Halo ring, that's when the story really picked up. Can't stand that. <laughs> I know, but I I think you're on to something. I thought last uh, episode that maybe the first two were, like, kind of the prologue to the actual main plot of the show, but it seems like... I think you're right. I think this season is setting up for kind of the more familiar they're, story they're getting we have their boots in combat on the evolved. ground with this right like right. this first time producing like even kiki said like hey we're listening to feedback on how we're going to approach season two like we're listening to what would be good ideas to change and i'm sure they're going to have a lot of feedback and they're going to sift through to find what's constructive and get past all the toxic stuff there's but a lot of toxicity that's, if that's you, why you dive in there too much you're going to become the toxic avenger yeah that's why it's good to uh that's why it's good to leave good uh, feedback on this because like if you if you if you were saying like if you were someone like level-headed and you were saying like you know i really feel like we need to see chief with his helmet on more in season two you know that's that's a fair critique that maybe they would incorporate maybe they would maybe they would acknowledge that and when they're doing season two actively make sure chief has his helmet on more right you know but if you're just like this whole show sucks it doesn't follow the timeline and maki's garbage and what were you thinking here blah 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 it just that's you can't even like get anything out of that like they're just gonna scroll on by you know right um but josh what happens uh yeah. next after so uh i think then one of the next scenes is we get the uh, admiral what's her name uh, perengonski 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 i'm getting there guys uh she has a she has a conversation with miranda and basically tells miranda she would like her and her team to study the keyhole, but kind of away from Halsey's prying eyes. And Miranda's kind of relieved at this and seems kind of excited at the prospect. You know, she, I think she asks the Admiral, like, what, what would Halsey think? And the Admiral's like, what doesn't know? What she doesn't know won't hurt her. Well, basically, Perengonski's like, I am sick of relying on Halsey at all. So we're going to do yep. this a different way. Yeah. You know what I think is funny? I think it's a really good example of how this shows like a beneficial thing to Halo canon, even though it's like a separate timeline or whatever is you know when i'm watching this i'm thinking my first thought is man this kind of like hatred miranda has towards her her mom is not something that's ever touched on in the games it's kind of it almost for someone who's not being very observant or, or is going to the show negatively right they might think miranda never talked about her mom and hated her mom in the games what's all this new crap but you know, the games were made as they were made, and, like, we they didn't know there was going to be a Miranda. They didn't know Miranda was going to be uh, Halsey's daughter, and Halsey was going to be with, with Keys, Commander Keys from the first game. Yeah. So, like, now that they're building this show with all this information, it's very clear that, like, this almost factually would have happened in the games. Like, when you're playing Halo 2 and Miranda's on the ship and she lost her father, and, you know, Halo 2 starts out and she's getting her badge for the, the Medal of Honor or whatever for her dad, and she cries a little bit. Like, that's probably her, like, you know, that was her only parent, really. It does not feel like a strange concept to me that those two would be kind of at opposing ends. Like, it's yeah. it, it appears, like, super easily to see why she's still close with her dad, but not so much her mom. Like, Halsey's still uh, just a product of her interests and her work and her fascination with that. She's not... Yeah. 
She's not about being a mother. You know, she's not about being uh, a wife. Even <laughs> she's just her, wants yeah, to her, do her job, her career. And Commander Keys is like a really good, admirable father to look up to and want to imitate. And then, so when you're like you're playing Halo Two, you know, Miranda's. I'm guessing she's in her twenties. I guess I I could look that up. That's what I always figured. Maybe she's thirty something, but at that point, Miranda's. You know, <clears throat> she's not. Excuse me. Miranda's had her mother for her whole life, like the existence of her mother. So there's plenty of time for her to have hated Halsey. And I think it makes sense that we don't hear her talk about her mom Halsey in Halo 2 right. 3. Because even if even if the real reason is because they hadn't written that yet, the truth of the matter is she her it's in within her character to not talk about her mom. You wouldn't she wouldn't want to talk about her mom because her mom right. is a a, dis, a huge disappointment and someone she doesn't respect. Well and it know? stands to reckon in this that like around the time she was like growing up was the same, you know, around the same age as John and the other Spartans, potentially. So, like, yeah. her mom's focused on helping these other kids get raised. Our adopted you know, kids she likes more. Yeah, exactly. She cares so, about more. Pretty interesting scene there. A little to take away. We get a little bit more Miranda there. Um, moving on next, I think, is when we get to see, like Brian said, bringing it back, the Halsey clone. They get to have this sort of, like, she has this existential, like, conversation with her, which was pretty interesting. Like Brian said, like... You know, you're using me, and uh, Halsey's like, yup. And then there's the whole process of that, which was just like really gross. So, and then you know, think, we get we get Cortana. Go ahead. I think it was you, Josh. Correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe it was Tony, but it, was, it wasn't me. Tony I made a really good point last week. Where it was like, this is gonna like her being in a full on clone instead of a brain is gonna help us to like relate to what's going on and feel bad for what's happening and see the criminal activity. Because if if Halsey just grabbed a uh, a little jar with a brain in it and told the audio, you know, told people in the show, like, this is a copy of my brain. Yeah. I'd be like, who cares? Destroy that shit and build Cortana. I don't care. Right. But like, since like, this was another great move for like adapting to television. Like yeah. for every, for every time you guys watch this show and think, why did they do this? I don't like how they did this. We're not thinking about the things that they've done really well for adapting it to television. And the reason we don't notice it's being done well is because it's being done well, right? When something's done well, it's like sometimes you don't notice it. That's why when you go online and look at reviews, a lot of times it just talks about what's bad because the good stuff you're just happy with. And I think this was like a really smart decision for them to have them clone her entire self and have the sentient being there who's like like contemplating that she's about to lose her life that she's only just it gained. It was really sad. I mean, they kind of yeah. go past, they go through that part pretty fast that whole process to but they accomplished their goals with it but they accomplished like it and it was show. just really sad though and like at one point she's late gets laid down on the table and Roland 2.0 is like or she she asks him she's like is it gonna is it gonna hurt and he's like yeah you know yeah. And, and he's like but basically you're gonna be so much better or something like that and I was like dude this sounds I was like once well, again UNSC is seeming even more irredeemable and he says it's gonna hurt but he's like but I'm gonna give you this thing so you can't move so when it's hurting she can't even scream yeah, or anything she just has to take yeah. it oh, and, and then she uh, just lays there and they stick that needle through her eye and she bleeds on the table and just loses her dies, life just like just that just dies and then they submerge her in like this acid pit it's like oh you're garbage just, now yeah it, it reminded me of like and this the, is uh, after re- her last her last images were freaking Roland 2.0 coming down to stick his tongue in her throat. Yeah, ugh, yeah. And when she gets submerged in that, it felt like the inverse of like the opening of uh, Ghost in the Shell. It was Hmm. really weird, and I don't know if they were going for that, because I know Bungie had a a huge... uh, They love that. They love Ghost in the Shell. But yeah, and then we see Chief on the table, and Chief is just super still, super stoic, and we see it get jabbed into his neck. This episode was not afraid 
to show tons of fucking incisions in people. Uh, a needle in the eye, a needle in the back of the skull, a needle in the back of the back, you know, the tailbone. Above butt cheeks. Above the butt cheeks. It was crazy. So then, yeah, and that's another thing. So this, you know, it's revealed that this goes in his head, not his helmet. How did you feel about that? Um. Well, I mean, I think it's actually kind of the same as the game. Is because it? Because when it goes in his helmet, the chip's going into his brain. Oh, yeah, I did so not know it's, that. It's more I or did less. Not. The same. Yeah, because it, it's like it's a neural link, so it's it's connected to him. Did you like, for instance, Josh? Think about you know you know um, Lord Hood in the games. You notice on the back of his bald head, he has that chip. He has yeah. a chip in. Even though he's not wearing a helmet, he has a spot. Oh for a chip yeah, going into okay, it. yeah, it's I remember that. Yeah, it's mostly. Oh, I got the you. I got the way you. they showed it in the show though was like we're putting this brain's consciousness attached to your brain's consciousness. Yeah, which, I got you. but it's more or less the same thing, except instead of a chip. It's just being injected. There's no easy way to take it out. That's true. I see what you're saying. Yeah, but yeah, so let's talk about Cortana for a few minutes. So when we get our first look at Cortana, we get our first look at Jen Taylor. And for me, this was when it felt really felt like this became a Halo show. As soon as I heard her familiar voice. Yeah. Brian. This was a big moment for the show. Talk it up. Talk us up. Yeah, this this is a moment of the show that like people who are fans uh, a year or two, three, four, five from now will look back at this moment and be like, this is when the show like really came into its... Well... I mean, season two might be the came into its own moment, but you know what I mean? Like, this is where the show made that step that it was like, wow, we're really, this is Halo now. Like, we're hearing yeah. about the ring more. We're seeing elites more. Cortana shows up. It's Jen Taylor's voice. She's in Chief's head. You can see, and we're going to come back to this too, but you can see Chief, like, obviously hates it. But then it, within this episode, there's one moment where he's like, shit, you can do that? And she helps him. <laughs> and then he's like, okay. Face. I kind of like, maybe I kind of like this, you know? And then... But then there's also the I'm all over the place. But we'll no, you're good. Back to this too. But like, there's also the whole scheming of like Chief doesn't know that Halsey's also talking to Cortana and being like, yeah, 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 just just uh, just help him with that <laughs> shit. Let's see what happens. You know, like Cortana's like, this is against regulation. We shouldn't be doing this. He's going against code or whatever. And, and Halsey's like, yeah, 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 yeah. But I just want to see how it plays out. <laughs> I just want to see how it plays out. Shut shut the hell up. You know. Oh yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. I whatever. That. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, I absolutely. Love Cortana in the show. Obviously, I love her voice. It's Jen Taylor. I love how she looks. I have no problems with how she looks. There's a couple images like of her, like a couple shots in the show where it's like making eye, like the camera's making eye contact with like Cortana's eyes, and I'm like, oh my gosh, that looks so cool. I love it. I also think it's neat how like I was always picturing her like in the palm of Chief's hand or something, or on a pedestal, yeah, or like a plinth. But I think it makes sense again for the show. Like she can just appear at any time, and she's full body human size. You know, yeah, that I wasn't expecting others. because when we saw that first trailer, they framed it in a way that like it looked like small. she was still kind of like on a pedestal, like yeah. like you said. And yeah, she's full body in this. That's interesting. I love her look. Uh, I'm really happy to see it now. I have not looked to see what people's consensus are now that they're seeing her in a full episode, if they like it better than their initial reactions to the trailer. But I loved it. I thought she looked great. She looked CG, which is what I would want from that, yeah. you know, AI. I don't, you know, and... Uh, she sounded it super it didn't peppy. Look like she, the from season one. Yeah, <laughs> she had this like not naivety, but she had a sense of innocence to her in the way she spoke, like the weapon does, which is something yeah. I really like. Just in in terms like, of the playfulness, keep, almost like she almost like one point she looked like her feelings were hurt because Chief kept telling her to shut up. Oh, you know? dude, yeah, that part. I mean, we're gonna get to that. He's but like that part, disappear. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh and he gets God. angry. You're like, like oh, you're embarrassed, mom. You're embarrassing me in front of my friends. Yeah, uh, go back, go back, go back in your hole. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, I thought she looked. I thought she looked great, and 
her talking the moment when she's like, hello, Dr. Halsey, I'm Cortana. And Cortana just, or Halsey just smiles and almost gets emotional. That yeah. was a really cool moment. I felt like they nailed yeah. that pretty good. And then yeah, the cheap one goes far more awkwardly. It's making me love, like, I love and hate that, see, because right now, the way that it's been approached with Halsey building Cortana and putting her in chief against his will and all that stuff, mm-hmm. right now, it feels very much like Cortana's helping the bad guy, in a sense, because Halsey's kind of bad, yeah. and Cortana's there to, like, test John and, and send information back and kind of, like, use him as a test rat, and, like, so it kind of hurt, like, hurts my feelings a bit to see... That like this, you know, Cortana and Chief, this dynamic duo right now at this moment, Cortana's kind of using Chief because of Halsey, which I, so I kind of hate that, but I'm also like, once again, going back to like the Miranda and her relationship with Halsey thing, in the books, in the sh- in the games, you know that was kind of happening anyways, right? Like Halsey was this character. Halsey put Chief, or put Cortana into Chief and, like, wanted to observe how they work together. And, like, obviously, she had her own directives from Halsey. So it's it's in line with the games. It's just, it's hurting my soul. They're not best friends. You yet. know what? That's a you good know? point, though, because, like, I, okay, there's I don't have this in my notes, but they there was a point where Chief is touching, you know, behind closed doors, he's touching the, the keyhole, he's touching the object, yeah. the artifact. And Cortana, at first, before they even start, she's like, let allow me full access I can get this, I can get quicker, more accurate results for you. And Cortana, or I'm sorry, Halsey's like, no, we need him intact and blah, blah, blah. And she, and, and, and Hul, or Cortana persists, and Halsey just completely shuts her down. And you see, like, like the kind of voice. Obey me. Yeah, and the voice thing just kind of, like, stop and grow quiet. And I thought, I wonder here if they're planting the seeds for eventual, like, uh, where she will maybe kind of disassociate from Halsey a bit more and kind of just become better friends with Chief, not just, like, you know, be like a double yeah. agent almost. I, I'm wondering, that's where I got that sense right away that they're... Well, I mean, that kind of happened in the games too because right. if you remember, like, Cortana makes little comments. I think she makes at least one... Comments that... In Halo 3, she makes comments about the Fall of Reach book. But in Halo 4 especially, she's like, you know... Like, you remember, like, there's that one scene in Halo 4 where she's like... Her um, rampancy is kind of wigging out and she's like, you mean like that condescending bit- bitch said to me in our first game of chess? She's talking about like Halsey. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about you know, that. So like, there's like, yeah, she definitely has some. Her create her mother's a piece of crap. You know, yeah, so, in a sense. Uh, moving on, we got uh, McKee invading the UNSC ship. This is pretty cool. This was a pretty cool moment. So uh, McKee it makes a distress call. We see a UNSC. Or I'm sorry, we see a Covenant ship come out of hyperspace, basically uh, slip space. I'm getting my Star Wars and uh, Halo mixed up, and oh, I forget the name of the ship. Started with a G. But um, yeah. UNSC ship, sure. uh, yeah. you know, she hails them and calls them. They're a bit curious, but they send over a pod for her to come over. And we see a shot, a leg shot of the hunters. And we see, what are they called again, Brian? The little slime? Le- uh, Legolo? Yeah, we'll right. call them Legolos. Yeah, you guys correct us if uh, if we're wrong. Yeah. But um, So then she gets on the ship, and she plays coy and everything. She's manipulative and whatnot. And then immediately... They show up and start attacking. This was really cool. I'm like, if they do the flood in the show later on, which I still really hope, this was a really cool flood, like almost moment. I think they nailed the hunter worm scene here. That was I mean, awesome. Was, this the, the way the camera they panned as she walked towards them, and the worms came from up and above, yeah, and below, and took him over. I think she did really well. And also when she interrogates that last, that last like captain, you know, and she's just like. She was brutal. She's basically like, yeah, tell me stuff. He's like, I don't tell you nothing. She's like, oh, I got a little energy sword in my I was finger. just going to cool. ask you, what did you think about that? 
Uh, I I could see it working in Halo. I feel like, like it's a little kind fingernail of fits. sword. I was like, yeah. I kind of just took my head back and I was like, that's weird, but okay. Yeah. It is a little weird, but yeah, it's okay. But the thing I, I think is funny is like you see a mixture of <laughs> like some women in real life. Even some guys are probably like, oh, you know what? I wish I had me one of those. I need one Give of me those. One of them. Yeah. I don't blame you. To back up. How people can be though, but yeah, yeah. Back up, bitch. Look what I got. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but what, what's sword. what's funny here is like in one scene we see the UNSC be both fully competent and completely incompetent because yeah, the way they're just like, oh, a Covenant ship comes out of slip space next to our frigate out of nowhere. Okay, well, since everything's turned off and only one human's detected, and she says everything's fine. Send over a pod, and then we'll all assemble, and we'll just let her come in. And apparently, we have no way to check the pod to see if there's a freaking hunter on there. That's where they're, like, incompetent. That's, like, where they're super incompetent, because I'm like, I don't buy the UNSC would be that dumb. But then they're really competent, because before she can do anything, they've scrubbed the whole ship. There's no way for her to get information, which is That's a really good point. They should have just sent a boarding party over there to take a look first, yeah. No, that's so a like, really good yeah, point, actually. Yeah, so it's just like, I don't know, because if, if she had, like, accessed the computer yeah. in the ship, and the ship was like, oh, here's the location of Reach and Earth, I would have been like, to the showrunners, I would have been like, come on, guys, you know that, like, this is a huge part of Halo, the Cole Protocol, like, make sure that the Covenant don't access, you know, locations of Reach and Earth and all this stuff, like, right. so they got that right, but I'm like, the way in which she got on the ship, I'm like, come on, that was so incompetent. Like like you said, Josh, she, they could have just sent one dude over in a pod and been like okay let me let me get <laughs> you like some guy from like halo war sending one little guy over yeah He's like, oh, I, I don't want to sir i'm afraid just stole the belly aching soldier you know <laughs> you're a leather yeah. neck yeah and oh. then like he could have just went over and got her and like made sure there was no hunters before he got yeah. back on the pod and be like i'm bringing her over you know and if he got over there and she had killed him then it'd be like okay well we're gonna bitch we're gonna leave you there to die because you just took out our marine you know, but yeah, yeah. So I was kind of a little silly there, but they they wanted to make the plot progress the way they wanted. So right. what do you do? And you I can turn my brain off. I can turn my brain yeah, off for that. Fine. Yeah. Um, moving on. Oh yeah. So um, we get to Quan. This Quan uh, trying to persuade Soren to take her back to Madrigal. She's seeing more uh, Hollowvid stuff about I forget his name, but the bad dude on Madrigal. Yeah. Just basically doing more stuff. She wants to join the resistance. She wants to meet up with her her people, and try to find them and find that resistance group that's still out there and, and unite with them and, and take back the fight. And Soren's like, I, this I thought was kind of cool. Soren, I mean, it's mentioned offhand, but he's like, I'm not going to betray, you know, what Chief asked me to do. I'm not going to break that promise, which I was like, that's kind of cool, even though he they're kind of like... He said, like, not yet. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> that's true, the asterisk on there. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, pretty much everything from this was setting up that she wants to go home. We see shots of, like, uh, Soren and I forget her name, the gal's name, but um, their son kind of pointing out in the stars a different Well, the planet. thing that surprised me, Josh, you kind of skipped over, is I was actually taken out, kind of caught off guard a little bit, was, like, Soren was basically just, like, because she calls him an asshole or whatever, and Soren's yeah. like, uh, you're lucky I, I don't kill you. your skull. Yeah, I would kill like, you. I'm like, damn, that's pretty uh, that's pretty bleak for, like, I, I, I kind of see Soren as a good guy. He's got a family, you know? But he's just like, yeah, if I didn't have, I, I'd crush your skull if I didn't, you know, promise this to John. It's like, that's kind of, wow. Like, now, if I was Quan, I would now be afraid of Soren to live in his house. Yeah. You know? Oh, I would, too. So. And I think it just further goes to cement her wanting to leave. Like, she, yeah. like, the wife is completely content with where they're at, and she doesn't yeah. want for more because she got away from all that. Whereas Quan's yeah. like, no, like, I can't live with myself if I don't go back and explore trying to find, unite with Everyone I know and trying to. Juan's like, we have to go back. And then the mom's like, we can't go back. 
Yeah. Lost style. <laughs> yeah, we have to go back. Oh. Uh, 418, well, 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42. I still remember. Um, you lost fan right there. Yeah, but... Uh, yeah, anyway, moving on, though, we got uh, Chief uh, removing the pellet scene, which we already talked about, and Cortana helping. This was kind of cool. I did like that this episode, they didn't wait till next episode to show Cortana helping him. Even though Halsey's pulling the strings, yeah. making the suggestions, I liked that like Halsey did um, did uh, explain it as a way of like building trust. Like He needs to not see you as like an opposition or like someone who's... You know, helping me. Yeah. You know, it, it more so like a, you're a friend of you, uh, a friend, a uh, helping hand. You it know, was an very accomplice. interesting for a for a show. And, it was a very interesting thing. Yeah, and it shows his bare ass. Yeah, we see the the colonel come out and everything, and we see the Spartan chick. Um, but just to, just to clarify, the colonel didn't come out his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say it did. It's just a little uh, Orville Redenbacher right between his butt cheeks. He's like, huh? Yeah, yeah, this whole yeah. time, interesting. Like he's got but, the knife, and Cortana's like lower. Lower, he goes down the back. Lower, and he's like, "I'm, I'm at my ass." She's like, "Yeah, it's just hanging out. It's just a kernel. You don't need to. You need to use the knife. Just pluck it out." Yeah, she's like, yeah. "She's like lower, lower." And he's like, "That's that's my ass crack." And she's like, "Incision complete." <laughs> just kidding, Chief. I uh, hope you like me. Hope you don't find me annoying. Uh, go, figure, yes. go figure. Two dudes on a podcast got a joke about make butt jokes. I just think it's I think it's funny, yeah. but I like that um, the show isn't afraid to kind of go there. You know, like yeah. we we've seen two asses now. And it actually felt total kind of four cheeks, total of four cheeks, a four cheeked halo show. That's right. Uh, but yeah, so we go, Next we're going to see the prophet of mercy's cheeks. I, I can only hope it's going to look like deflated whoopee cushions. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Then moving on past this, I, I, I think it's a little bit, um, it's not too long after this, but, uh, chief, this is around the time chief is trying to, you know, he's getting those flashbacks again. He's trying getting to... Get in tune with his emotions. Getting, well, yeah, he's, he's getting in tune with his emotions. He wants to look for the planet. It's somewhere around here. I'm jumping around a bit. But um, he's trying to find the specific planet that um, he grew up on. And she's like, I can help you with this. He finally starts to let her help. I think that was actually preceding the pellet being removed. But that was really cool. Then he gets the pellet removed. And he starts to walk around Reach. And we get some good shots of Reach. Get to see what it looks like. And th- by the way, this episode was visually stunning. Uh, yeah. looked beautiful. But when he's walking around, the score was incredible. It's like that he's seeing great. life for the first time. And I thought the score perfectly encapsulated that. It reminded me of those moments. Like, um, it reminded me of that Halo 4 moment when you kind of emerge. I'm forgetting the song that plays. Um, but it is so damn good. It's when, when you emerge and you kind of see everything. Yeah, or, or, the or Hanging Towers or whatever. Yeah, you know. God, what is the name of that song? But anyway, when he goes and he sees that concert um that just do that blue you can tell like he was like it was really good acting on pablo's requiem the way that's the name of the track okay it was really good acting on his part because the way he was looking at the music and looking at the audience and taking everything in it it, you could see on his face he was like this is beautiful yeah kind of almost getting like emotionally overwhelmed yeah and i thought that was so cool he sees the dog and he's like he sees the dog and he's like shit i know there's something in my past i need to figure out and that's when he runs back to the Arms back, yup, 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 and he, and he, now that he's got that pellet removed, he can access the stuff, like, kind of even better now that he's kind of, like, free, um, and it's free to access his mind. That was really cool. Uh, I loved that. That, what'd you think of all him walking around and all that shit? Oh, I, I thought it was great. I mean, yeah. I thought, this episode didn't let me down at all. It was just all, it was all yeah. good. Yeah, and another thing, when he goes back, so he goes back, like we said, 
puts uh, touches the the artifact and everything, and he flashes back. We see his parents. We see this outside of like this house slash cabin, and we see a dog. We see him drawing what looks to be the keyhole, which looks to be like it fits into something. Yeah. So it gets revealed that there's like a second one, and then also it looks like he's burying something, which totally to me that's totally the dog. Like something happens to the I dog. I thought it was that, but no, no. But I'm pretty sure don't they say that they're burying the. the well, artifact? that's. I'm wondering if that's if it's if it's a subversion because they make it like know. he thinks there's a second artifact. Yeah. But to me, you don't see the dog in the it shots when it's being buried, and the dad's like, "You did this" or something like that. And he's like, yeah. and he's like looking up, saying to his mom, "Like it was an accident." And I'm like, "Oh boy." Oh boy. Yeah, I thought it was the dog at first too, but then I thought like you know, then I thought, okay, are they saying it's definitively an artifact? And but that's I think what you he might thinks be right. it is. But be, yeah, they could be subverting things there. But you know, I think. For I, I'm just like hearing what people might be saying about this episode now, and I could see people being like, "That's two episodes in a row with just exposition and no action." And honestly, truth be told, guys, like the first episode is my least favorite episode at this point, you know. Mm-hmm. And like the action's cool and all, but like the action is not what gets me into television shows ever. And it kind of it kind of brings me back to like Game of Thrones, you know. The the reason that your mom, your dad, your grandma, and your little sister watch Game of Thrones with you is because the intrigue, the characters and the politics between them, the conversations they have, the deep, that stuff. It always reminds me of like Peter Dinklage. He would always say in interviews, he's like, this is not a show about dragons. It's not. It's about people. It's about well, people the expo- having... I'm a sucker you know, for exposition. I think that's yeah. like, you had so many monologues almost in uh, in Game of Thrones, which is what made it great, I think, too. So the yeah. fact that you're getting like exposition, like this episode, I feel like, and, and not to compare, but like this episode was really good in exposition compared to like the second one. The second one, I know a lot of people took away as like filler. I don't see it as such. No. But I, I had a build, but it was it was kind of like that slow one. So this episode could kind of run a bit more. It's not the actually. The episode didn't have like, it didn't have like a centerpiece big moment. The centerpiece big moment of this episode was Cortana. It really was. Yeah. Was yeah. And sick. I think the last part of our, our notes on this, um, we get that closing shot. Uh, Chief is about to go to that planet. He makes the decision he's going to go. Goes, goes and tells Halsey, hey, there might be a second one of this. This may help us in some way. He's like, I'm going to go. She's like, you can't. And he's like, no, I'm totally doing this. And she's like, okay, I'll go with you. Then we see her, um, Chief, Roland 2.0. We see Cortana. They're all heading to Eridanus 2, I think it is, to locate that second artifact. And we see that closing shot of Cortana walking off. One thing I wanted to ask you, Brian, before we move into like rating and all that stuff. This was the first episode Chief did not have his helmet at all. How do you feel about it? Dude, I don't care, man. Honestly, I don't. Uh, controversial take for you here. I don't. Uh, I mostly don't care if he like he's gonna have to have it on for action and stuff. But I'm yeah. like, in in a gra- in a broad sense, I don't really care if he ever has it on. Like he's I, like I obviously he needs to have it on again at certain points. But like I'm not watching the show just to see uh, Chief Suit of Armor walking around. Like I'm watching the show for Pablo for bare ass for these actors these characters for. Pablo's bare ass, yes, exactly. <laughs> no, like I, I'm watching the show for these characters, these actors, these talented people that are that are playing these characters. So, you know, and that just goes back to what I said about episode one. Like, if this whole show was just nonstop chief fighting, chief and, and fighting uh, covenant action, CG yeah. flipping over, I would be bored real quick. You know, like I like the intrigue, I like the character building. So, oh. I'm okay with them. You know, just every time you have uh, action scenes. Make sure he has his helmet on. You know, if it's not an action scene, who cares? Yeah, I, I'm with you, actually. One for one, one, hundred percent. Like, I think the last episode it was cool. We got to see him with his helmet off for most of the episode, and we got to see a chief that was like still just as like kind of bland in the face, expressionless. Yeah. As he kind of sounds coming through the helmet, whereas in this episode we get to see him remove that pellet, and 
he's got a little bit more emotion as like he's not even he's not really as much in control of how he reacts to things anymore. He's still got a yeah. tight grip on it, but he's like aware of things now. And he even he even mentions like when Cortana asks him like you know do you want to hear stuff and he's like yeah I just wanted to kind of hear it like everyone else always has, which is yeah. kind of sad but beautiful yeah. at the same time. One other thing I forgot though was we touched on earlier was when he goes and he meets silver team again he sees he, he talks to them briefly and he has that whole moment where he's like uh you know he's like cortana shows up tries to introduce herself and it's like go away right now you're embarrassing me the part that I she doesn't cool. listen right away and he's like disappear yeah right and now. i was like damn pablo you can get angry yeah i liked that moment though because silver like he was like hey do you guys have any questions you, do you, anything you want to talk about with this and they're like hey we've been together since we were kids we're good and the blonde chick, you can tell she's got a closer kinship with him. She's out of the, all the ones she's, she's probably the closest because she's the one that has the most issues walking away. The other two, when they're dismissed, they go back to playing whatever type of tower thing, tower building thing they're doing. Yeah. And the girl, that other girl is the one that seems the most like, um, non-friendly, you know, yeah, like the guy well, seems all right. She's concerned about what's going on. Yeah. She doesn't but, like uh, but I'm interested to see where that goes, but I like that little line. I like that line of loyalty right there. That kinship. That was great. Cause I was wondering what they were going to do with that coming off the last episode, but yeah. my final thoughts and I'll pass over to Brian unless you guys said, okay. Well, um, I was just going to say that of, of the three forms of, of Pablo, the, uh, him fully in the suit, him in the suit with the helmet off and him in like civilian clothes. The one I'd like the least is him in the suit with the helmet off. Because I think when he's in civilian clothes, he looks normal and he can act very well and it's yeah. John as a character. Then when he's got the full suit on with the helmet, it looks like Master Chief walking around. But I do feel like when he's in the suit without the helmet on, I'm not as huge a fan of that. I don't, I don't think there's really anything better they could do. But he just looks a little – the suit looks a little big for him when he has the helmet off. I could kind of see that. The helmet just, adds that When he's that walking around with the helmet it. off, it just kind of looks like his head's kind of small and on that armor. and So I would just prefer – like I'm, I'm cool with lots of scenes of him in like civilian clothing. That's mm-hmm. fine, or just the undersuit. And I'd like to see him with the helmet on too, but maybe not as much. Like, I think I could do without, you know, hours of him in the suit with the helmet off. Yeah. That sounds nitpicky, but like, no, no, you know. I understand. Maybe we'll come around yeah. to it more, but I'm kind of in the same boat too with that. I don't know. Pretty much in agreement with. What's your final thoughts, show. Josh? I really love the episode. It's my favorite so far. Um, I think getting to actually see him with his helmet off a whole episode is not ever something. I would have ever thought I would have liked. And this really takes me back to a lot of just conversations we've had on the show where, you know, if you close yourself off to new things, new experiences, new way of doing things, you miss out on opportunities to really love new things and kind of fall in love with those things, become familiar with these new things the same way you became with things you now hold as norm. So seeing him with his helmet off was weird to me by the time the episode was over. I was like, huh. He never had the helmet on. And then I thought about it. And I was like, I didn't care. And I thought that was kind of cool. We got to see him a bit more humanized. And I think this was the perfect time to do it because he's now coming into his own a little bit more in terms of emotions. And this is right at the same time that he gets Cortana. And I just think that's great. That's probably going to pave the way for a lot of their budding friendship. Because uh, a little trust was being earned here, although who's to say how that's going to backfire? We do see Halsey getting, again, alarmed about his memories, and she, rather than letting him go by himself to that planet, she's like, I'm going to go with you. She wants yeah. to have a tight leash on this. So I feel like there's going to be some blow up at some point, and if Chief does find out Cortana was kind of doing, you know, playing both sides in a way, I do think that's going to bother him, but I'm I, I'm eager to see 
the the seeds that are being planted in this episode. I'm eager to see the payoff of their their friendship, and uh, I love that she's there now and part of the show. I was waiting for that. The you know the next thing for me that I'm waiting on is the ring and the flood, and uh, everything yeah. else is cake. So great episode for me, my favorite so far. Yeah, Josh, I, I completely agree. Uh, my favorite episode so far, I would say the episodes have steadily gotten better. Three episodes, each one's been better than the last, which is a sure. great sign. Um, it's awesome seeing Cortana. It, it was awesome seeing these characters build up and there be more exposition. The the way they're the way they're like de or no, actually not dehumanizing. The way they're humanizing Chief is being done really well because you know Halo Four is the game that always gets points pointed to as like humanizing chief but like in a sense i know there's a conversation to be had here a debate to be had but in a sense the show's already did a much better job of showing chief as a human than any of the games ever have you know they've 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 taken the helmet off they've done the whole pellet removal thing where he can now experience emotions and we see him walking around and seeing this music and having memories of his family like we've kind of already seen this more than ever and i think there's a lot of us out there who always were interested to see what it would be like if chief really was humanized a lot and, and had his helmet yeah, on. Now sure. we get to see that, and we get to see that in a safe way, where it's in this show adaptation, the silver timeline, where it doesn't, you know, it's not like they took his helmet off in Halo Infinite, and now you have to accept that's his face, and if you don't like it, it's ruined for you. Like, mm-hmm. it's something separate. So we get the best of both worlds. Um, the show's great. It's getting better. I'd be int- I'm going to be really interested to see what the next big action scene with Chief is like, because now we've had it once in the first episode, so now when we get to episode four, five, six, whatever it is where we, there's this big uh, action scene, I want to see how it compares to the first. Sure. Is it better? Is it worse? Is it the exact Yeah, you same? think, I mean, they, they definitely, they, they keep rehashing over the same, uh, over this episode that uh, she's going to only help him improve and be better in combat. So I'm yeah. eager to see that. So it would be really cool if there was like Chief, you know, I know Pablo has said episode six is his most favorite episode Interesting. of the season. So I'm like, I don't know what'll happen in that, but I'm like, it would be really cool if we get to a, a scenario where it seems like Chief is completely outmatched, and then you just for the first time see him and Cortana coordinate mm. and work together and just yeah. waste everyone, and then like maybe like for some reason Silver Team's like watching it, like they're not able to participate, mm-hmm. and Silver Team's just like, holy shit, what Chief just did was inhuman. He's beginning to believe. Yeah, yeah, right. It's like, like <laughs> a moment. Um, so yeah, I I, uh, I love the episode. Um, I would give it, so I gave, I don't know if you remember your score as well, Josh, I gave both season, or both episode one and two, I gave them both 7.5. Mm-hmm. I'd give this one 8.5. I gotta pull a redact, because I've been I've been thinking about this. First episode now, I'd probably give a 5 out of 10. I actually love it more than well, the not, second. Well, not Josh, let me, let me interrupt you just to say, so sure. I want and to let people know in case they missed out. So Josh and I, were doing like kind of two kind of ratings here. Uh, our critical rating, which is the one we're not focusing on. Yeah. And then just the the fun Halo fun and having a good time. Sure. So 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 you're saying your the first episode the yeah, fun. Yeah, I'm gonna see fun? now that I, now that I'm three okay. episodes in, I can kind of look back and just kind of see yeah. a bit more. Uh, I'm gonna say like a five out of ten. I'm gonna say the second one probably a six out of ten. This one I'm gonna say an eight out of ten. So I'm sitting at a pretty good eight. I think the that's last one low. I was that's at pretty low on the fun scale for episode one. Well, it's it's like yeah. I loved episode one. I actually really liked it more than the second one. I had more fun because I had the action. But the magical stuff just was kind of like a weird way to kind of open the show for me. Um, so that was kind of boring. And it was just, you know, it's the first episode. It's confusing. You're trying yeah. to like disassociate from like 20 years of conditioning of what you know of and then take this for what it is. It's a lot of like throwing away and then trying to take what it is. It's a lot of keeping expectations in check. Whereas the second one, it's like, okay, 
I've seen where this is going, where are you going next with it? And that one kind of like slowed down, took its time, and I enjoyed that breathing. And then in this one, there's a bit of the payoff to that. As we see, you know, Cortana show up, we see more chiefs starting to come into his personality. And I just loved that. And I kind of like, you know, like you said, Halsey seems more of uh, terrible. UNSC has its moments where it actually seems quite good, like when they're trying to help out. Uh, the girl, and other times when they just seem just as bad and irredeemable. Uh, we see a little bit more of the Covenant's thinking and stuff like that. We get to see Hunters, kind of, finally. That was cool. So uh, just a lot of cool, fun things in this that was neat, and that felt like Halo. And when he is walking outside Reach um, just before getting uh, arriving at that uh, little concert, and they're playing the music just before you hear the violins, I was like, this feels like, like not necessarily like Halo music per se, but it feels like very distinguishable, unique music, and I was like, "This is intriguing. This is fair." I actually noticed there was some Blade Runner music in there at Ooh, one point. Blade Runner, it was very like ambient Blade Runner esque. There was a little bit so. of ambiance. I just, I love, I love that. What, what, one thing this this show's doing is it's just, it's just channeling all of the sci-fi ever into one sure. show. Like it just feels like it's channeling. I can see some Mass Effect. I can see some, some. Um, what I just say? I'd Mass Effect. Said. Blade Runner, no. Oh. <laughs> Mass Effect, Blade Runner, Halo, Star Wars. Like, I can see it. It's just I definitely one, see a just, lot of Star Trek. It reeks of sci-fi. And, in in, like, some people may, like, it depends on your your preference. Some people may not like that. But, like, if you're just, like, in love with all things sci-fi, the show's just, like, yep. exuding sci-fi from every corner. And I think that's pretty cool. Interesting, interestingly, my dad, I asked him afterward, I said, what do you think? And he was like, eh, it's starting to get a little confusing. And I thought, huh? Well, I didn't. I didn't kind of like hmm. armchair quarterback him through the, this episode as much, where I was kind of explaining more stuff. So I may do that again to help make a little yeah. bit more sense. I'll but have to I, ask my dad because he likes these episodes. Yeah, talk to him. Since. You need to. Yeah, you need to let us know. Um, uh, I'd be curious to hear. Okay, Josh. So if so, let's say what would you give? So as the show as a whole, mm-hmm. right now, three episodes. In. What? Three out of seventeen? No, 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 what? no! I said three episodes uh, in. You, you know, I just three, oh, I thought you said yeah. three out of seventeen. No, no, I'm like, that's a crazy joke. No, 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 uh, no. So give me first, give me your 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 fun total for how much fun you're having with the show out of ten, and then give me your subjective. What do you see? The show is probably critical. say eight out of ten. I'm just waiting okay. for some more action. I mean, I'm just yep. so used to that with it being based off. I'm at an game. eight for fun as all as well. Eight for, for fun. Um, overall, you know, like I'm on a more objective level. It's got some growing to do. I'd probably say a six out of ten. I mean, it's it's. Oh got wow! Some. Okay, I thought you were going to be lower than me. I would say I was. Gonna, that's great. No, that's good. I'd say five I, I or six, but I'm. Gonna I would say a five. Five. I can see. I right can, now, the show, as much as I'm having fun with it and I have investment in Halo and I like it, if I was being really critical, you know, I was some Rotten Tomatoes reviewer, I would uh, I would probably say five because I feel like the show, when you take it in the grand scheme of all the shows out there, things we've seen before, yeah. and like budget, it's very by the numbers in a sense. Well, you know what I you wanted? Know? I mean, this sounds like fan service, but I really wanted like in the closing shot where we see like Chief's back and he's staring out the viewport and the ship or whatever mm-hmm. as it pans out and shows everyone. I wanted there to be a moment. I hope we get it this season, but I wanted there to be a moment like that where Cortana walks up to him beside him and they stand side by side and they just maybe have this kind of friendly conversation or something. Yeah. Just a quick banter, but like a shot like that where we see these legendary two people that are just always connected. And I wanted that yeah. kind of feeling. It hasn't quite had any kind of moment like that in the show so far. But, you know, uh, I wonder. Sure it's building it, came, it. it came late the announcement that Jen Taylor would be reprising her role as the voice right. of Cortana, and I wonder if they filmed the show with uh, I can't remember her name, Halsey's actress. 
Um, I wonder if they filmed for a while with her supplying the voice for Cortana say, and realized yeah. it just didn't work. Well, I think she, I, I definitely think she or someone else was off, you know, offside, just kind of like reading the line so he could yeah. react to him. But yeah, I think you're right. I think they did initially go with that and decide to revert. And it's nothing against Halsey, the actress for her, but dude, it's so great having Jen Taylor having a yeah. piece of like video game tie, like tether. Anytime I hear her voice, I'm like, oh, Jen, like I just, oh man, I, I love her voice. I love the fact that it's her. And it really, it's it's a, it's a nice way of like reminding me, like, hey, we, you know, reminding us as fans, like, hey, we we know its roots and we know where it comes from. Here's yeah. a piece of that, but also this is its own yeah. thing. And I love that. It's it's a nice in between. She is so far the only person that can say, hey, I've been in both the games and the show. So that's quite cool. It's quite rare. Yeah, that's true. Unless you talk about like Kiki producing, she's as a part in both. True so that's behind cool. the scenes stuff. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, yeah, I'd I think to see some of them get some cameos. Where are we going to get the janitor again? I'd love to see oh, that. Oh yeah. There's times yeah, we're going right. to get Kiki or, or yeah. yeah anybody. Rick O'Connor. Yeah. Yeah, I think right now like the show to to like, if I was being critical and I was saying like it's like an average show five out of ten. If my my pipe dream would be that the show does something at some point, probably season two, probably not going to happen this season. The show does something at some point to really set itself as something really different from what we've seen before. Because right now, right now, what it, it has shows going for it? Ten bare ass cheeks. Ten, woo! All lined up. You just all lined one slap up. across. Just Cortana. Just blah, 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 blah. dang, that could do it. Um, it's funny <laughs> I say that. I, I make that noise. All you guys are going to hear is that, but I'm moving my hand across. But oh, all you yeah. hear is like. Blah, 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 yeah, I just sound like one butt. Probably sounds like she's motorboating those ass cheeks. <laughs> um, but no, I, right now the only, the, the only thing the ha- the show has going for it that makes it exceptional yeah. is that it's based on the Halo property. Right. I, I would like to see it. My my pipe dream is at some point I'd like to see the show do something special for it as a show to make it stand out. Because right now it's an average sci-fi show based in the Halo universe. I'm having a great time with it. I'm having an eight out of ten time with it. But if I'm being well, critical, yeah, it's just it's average. That's a good point because I think there was a clear decision from the outset. I don't think this was like an issue of like different ideas too many cooks in a kitchen kind of thing but it definitely seems like somewhere in the beginning in the initial stages of planning the show that they wanted to be different they made that clear choice you know i don't think it's because in some in some shows yeah. you know you hear that different showrunners and they're trying to find their footing or they don't know if they're going to get picked up for a second season they're still finding their identity those first season woes are always kind of a thing but it definitely seems like they went in planning this to be quite different and i think they're just trying to find their footing with it and i think we're probably going to feel that throughout this entire first season but as it gets closer to the end of its nine episode arc i think we're gonna it's just gonna get better and better so yeah. i'm with you i lo- loved love the episode we're having a yeah. great time josh great you time. ready for the business business round time uh, we'll make this quick for you guys and then we're gonna we're gonna greet off the patrons as normal and then josh is gonna come in at the end with some reviews yeah yep so guys uh we got our patreon you can hit us up at, at patreon.com slash sacred icon we got five tiers on there and we've uh, revised it recently, so if you guys want to check that out, there's some new updates on there. Some good is coming. But for I you think guys, the big never- one that we should clarify is TLDR. Long story short, we originally had you could be a fifty dollars a month, which is huge. I understand fifty dollars a month. You could be on the show with us, and then after a few months, we changed it so um, you well, it used to be fifty dollars for two months, and you could be on the show with us. And then it went down to we were like, well, no, we're going to change it because we're having trouble scheduling. $50 just one month, and you can just be on the show with me. Mm-hmm. But then we talked about it, and we're like, you know, all of our guests we've had on, we they want to be with us both. That's yeah, the better really, way to have it. I really it. want to get us so on now, the we, we So now we put it back to, if, you, if you're if you in that sacred boy tier, you get to be two on the podcast with us yep. both. 
talking about whatever topic you want, whether it's Halo, whether it's not Halo, anything you want, you bring your hot takes. That's part of the patron. But that's just that's that's the highest tier we have, right, guys? That is. So if you, yeah, we got five, part of the five tiers. We got things like shout outs on the podcast. We get bonus episodes of podcasts from yours truly, where I just talk about random different things, Star Wars stuff I'm interested in, top 50s type stuff. Have a lot of fun doing that um, and more. But the biggest thing we've got to change on is in our $25 tier. We're going to give you guys two-week early access to monthly oddballs. So an extra they, episode. An extra so episode not, in general for everybody. But if you're in that tier or above, you're going to get access to it two weeks early via the Patreon. Again, if you're, if you're in the... Oh, go ahead, Josh. No, I'm just going to... You, you, you wrap no, it up, man. I was just say, if you're in the Patreon right now up. at the $25 tier or higher, and you're listening to this episode, and this episode's a new episode, mm-hmm. you can immediately, after this episode's finished, go on the Patreon, and we are going to have an oddball... Based on the evolution of the FPS, that's there for you to watch right or to listen to right now. It should be about an hour. Uh, the evolution of the FPS. We're going to talk about Doom to Half Life to Halo. All that. It'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, a good fun episode. That'll be on there on the patron. If you guys, you know, well, first of all, if you want to sign up for as low as a dollar, like you can literally be a patron for a dollar. We're going to shut you on the podcast. So, you know, a, a dollar is like the starting point. You know, starting I know point goes up to fifty-five these. tiers. A lot of great yeah. offerings on there. And yeah, a lot so of it has been revised. So go check it don't out. Don't feel like it's craziness to like join Patreon because you no, can join. No, but we, but we we want if, the support, and it means if a lot. you're uh, if you're not a patron or you're just a patron at like a dollar or something, you will still get that episode, the evolution of the FPS. Uh, Everyone's going to get that. Yeah, two weeks yeah. after it's it's. But this is that. something we're recording because people are paying us on Patreon. Yeah. We're taking time out of our day to record another episode. It's going to be there for them. They're going to get once that early time's passed. And then enough times passed, we'll throw it up for everyone else. Absolutely, so man. Again, doing. guys, that's Patreon.com/slash Sacred Icon. We have a Twitter. You can follow us at Sacred Icon Pod. That's P O D. Like the band. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brian's I got feel me. so alive. Oh, God. For the very for first, first time. time. And I, I think so I fly. Oh, I think I can fly. Oh, man. I was in the shower this morning thinking about that, and I was thinking, boom, here comes the boom. Oh, man. We anyway, are, we are, we you the youth of the nation. Oh, I remember those days. God damn. Uh, Brian has a Twitter. You can hit him up at Brian's Bane. If you want to hit me up on Twitter, you can hit me up at Jurassic Joshy. Uh, I also have an Instagram I've been using a little bit more for like stories and stuff. If you guys want to hit me up on there, that's J Level Seven. Discord, we got a whole big group in there talking about the Halo television series, Star Wars, Harry Potter, Game of Thrones, all types of stuff. You name it. That is at Discord.gg/sacredicon. If you guys want to send in an email or a voice clip that we will totally read on the show, we miss those. Send them in at sacrediconpodcast at gmail.com. And lastly, we now have a TikTok where we occasionally post uh, excerpts from the podcast on there. I've been been messing around with that a bit. You can follow us on there at sacrediconpod. Are you allowed to post uh, John 117's butt cheeks on TikTok or is that against the rules? I don't know. I'm sure it's against the rules, but that would be hilarious. I'm sure that'd get a lot of views. (laughs) Yeah. Just like a still image. You know? Yeah, people are like it's John's butt cheeks. I'd recognize those butt cheeks anywhere, any like, timeline. You, you could do like a little slideshow where it's like the TikTok comes up and it's like John's cheeks without the kernel, John cheeks with, with the, kernel, the kernel. And there's a popcorn kernel edited right, right between the, the butt cheeks. Yeah, yeah. Or is yeah. that Oval Redenbacher? Okay. Is that movie butt? Ready for those patron shoutouts, Josh? Absolutely, take us through, baby. All right, I'm gonna go through them fast, Josh. Hell yeah, I got you, man. Quick. Let's let's to, let's let's Tokyo drift this.
First, we got our boy Sparky's, which I wish in the first episode when there was that bad CGI on that AR assault rifle sliding across, mm-hmm. they should have added some sparks to that. Some Sparky's. Some Sparky Thank Sparks. You so much. <laughs> Thank, Thank you Sparky. for your support, Sparky's. We love you. Next, we got It's Yodi. I think it's Yodi and not y- Yachty because I said that last time. Yachty! Because I love Thank you so that. much you. for your support. Next, we got Hocus Locus. He's better than Hocus Pocus. Appreciate it. <laughs> Hocus Thank Locus. So love you, man. Thank you. We got Dark Chaos 580, and we have Phantom, who are both competing for the most edgiest Hot Topic Ooh, Dark Ooh, love those names. Ever. Dark Chaos and Phantom. Beautiful names. Love them. And that's not giving you guys crap, because I go to Hot Topic every week. Oh, yeah. So love Hot Topic. Appreciate you guys. Next, we got Blind Valkyrie. Thank you so much for your support. Blind Valkyrie, so you. great. Such appreciate a great person. You. Next, we got William Green, who we know is a good person, because my pastor's last name is Green. Thank <laughs> you so much, William Green. Appreciate it's a great you. name. Love it. Thank you, William. Next, we got Kevin Benson. He was on episode 99. Check it out. Good Kevin guy. Kevin Benson, great so dude. Love you, man. Miss you. What's that? We got a sacred staple. Albino. He's our Albino! boy. Albino! Appreciate you. Hell yeah. We got, I'm like a bird and I'm true. Jason Bird. Thank you I so much. It. It's been too long since I did that. Thank you that. for giving Brian the opportunity to do that. But when a bird dies, it smells like AJ's dank up in here. AJ's Thank you so much. <laughs> smells Appreciate better than that. that. Thank you, AJ. Appreciate that. Uh, next, we got Evan Leaw. Thank you so Evan much. Evan uh, Man, I got we got we got to talk to you soon. I've told you several times we're going to, and the scheduling's been so awful. We're going to talk to you. It's soon. been it's been tough lately. Thank you so much, wanna, Evan. We want to make it happen. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Next, we got Elliot Finn, who's playing that Skywalker Saga Lego game. Hell yeah, Josh, Elliot! Love you, time. man. Elliot's Thank great you so dude. much. He's a great guy. But you know what? Fallout 152 says. What's he say? What's better than Lego Skywalker Saga is the sequel to Fallout 76. Fallout 152. Ooh. Thank you so much. <laughs> Hell I don't yeah, know, dude. Though. Thank I you know. so much. Can't wait for Josh, Skywalker. hit me up with the little Menadeus. Menadeus, Menadeus. Menadeus, Menadeus, Menadeus. Menadeus, Menadeus, Menadeus. Oh, oh, Menadeus. Oh, come on, Menadeus. Oh, Boom. Brian, always mouthing it. I swear, Boom. this is one of the few times I need to record it for one of the next episodes. Just so I can, you, yeah, oh, God, I love it. I next love we it. got, he's a rebel, he's a saint. <laughs> Jin Rebel! Thank you, so Thank you. Next we have, ascending from the ashes, born oh, anew. Oh, my God. Irish Phoenix. Irish Phoenix. That Thank was you. good. Thank that you. was good. Thank That's you. Good. Next we got, not the dope shark, not the cool shark. <gasps> Ooh. It's the lame shark. The lame but shark. disguise, because he's actually cooler than them all. Oh, hell Thank yeah. Thank you so much. Hell yeah. Josh, every time I go into a club, I do the dav. Not the, the dav. It's Thank the coolest so thing much to do. It's that, what everyone's Dad. doing. Appreciate that. you. Yeah. Kevin Nelson, Kevin you play Nelson. for the Dolphins. I've just decided. <laughs> Hell yeah. Fullback for the Dolphins. Love it. Thank Next you. Next, we got Demon256, who's got 256 megabytes, megabytes more memory <laughs> than Chief does. Thank you Thank so you, much. you, Demon. Next, we got Eric Milligan, always reminded me of pulling those mulligans on my dad in those early Madden games. I'm sure, you know, it's funny now that Paul listens to these, uh, if, if, if he is. Uh, I'm sure oh, yeah. your dad's like reminiscing getting to hear that. Yeah, so thank like, you for bastard. that. <laughs> yeah, bastard. <laughs> <laughs> my dad doesn't sound like that at all, so I don't know why I said that. He doesn't. He smells like a chain smoker or something. Yeah. Uh, next, we got Jared Hartley with that lovely, lovely beard. Thank you so oh, much. Oh, Jared, Jared take your selfies. Next, we got our mods, Small Print TV, Small Aaron print TV. and Preyanshu. Aaron Prey, love you guys. Love boop, you guys. Boop, bang, bang. Thank you so much. Next, we got Cameron88, who is waiting for the Halo 3 Magnums to be introduced in the show. Hasn't happened yet. But it's thank a matter so of time. Much. Yeah, coming, thank you so coming. much, buddy. Next, we got the OG sacred staple, Rodan. Rodan! Thank you so for your continued Love support. Rodan. I hope you find someone who can butter your waffles for you. Because next, <laughs> we got butter my waffles. Thank you so much for that. Appreciate thank you. you. Next, we got our friend David Wyant, goes by Nerf. Oh, I love Created David. Created sacred icon. Help bingo. him get me into Star Trek, just like you, uh, you too, Aaron. Man, it's been a fun time. Josh, hit me up with that ACDC outlaw. Gonna go with my chip and get the pillow down. I got a kernel in my butt. Just gotta get him out. Gonna oh, pick it out and put it on the ground. Gonna wash it in the water. Gonna put it in a sack. Put Josh, it for Thanksgiving this year, is, we're gonna have a cornucopia that's just between John's butt cheeks on the table. <laughs> I 
a, a cornucopia. Uh, Spartan cornucopia. Spartan cornucopia. Yeah. for it. Speaking of buttholes, yeah. Caleb Webster, descending from the web that comes out of his butthole. Hey, guys. Thank you so much. Appreciate it, Caleb. <laughs> <Thank> you, Caleb. <laughs> Next, we got Chris Greco, Migeko. Have you seen my Greco? It's Chris Greco. One more time. One more time. Chris Greco, Migeko. Have you seen my Greco? It's Chris Greco. Double kill. Give me with it one more time, Brian. Triple kill. You want to triple kill? We got Chris Greco, Migeko. Have you seen my Greco? It's Chris Greco. Boom. Wow, the triple kill. If I got a triple kill, I'd record it because that'd be the first time for the year I got one. Josh is like, that's just a normal match for me. That's a normal match for me, baby. Next, we got our boy Tony, who is on the last episode. Tony, miss you, man. Tony is amazing. It doesn't feel right with not having him here. I know. Tony, just uh, so much love for you. I miss you already, buddy. Really. Next, we got the good sequel to Christopher Columbus's worst film ever, (laughs) Pixel Freaks. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. (laughs) If somebody's coming to this podcast for the first time, they're going to be like, what the hell is he saying? Oh, my God. I literally, as you said, Pixel Freaks, I literally just got him in the uh, general discussion saying, I love how positive the Sacred Icon fan base is. And he put a meme up that says, Halo fans be like, quote unquote Halo fans are toxic and then he says my brother in Christ you need to listen to Sacred Icon <laughs> dude I love you so that's much that's great thank you what so much timing, man. what timing dude what timing that's God, perfect dude. next we got not the jack of all grunts not the queen grunt and we need to see a grunt in the Halo TV show because we haven't yet they were mentioned in this episode yes the uncle but we right, didn't you, see yep, the grunt yep. yep it's King Grunt thank you so much King Grunt why don't you phone up 343 tell him to get a grunt in that show appreciate <laughs> yes, it yes yes um, but the reason that 343 probably hasn't got a grunt in the show is because they used all their budget on a giant razor blade to shave Aries 0430's <laughs> thank you for that Aries 0430 appreciate you oh. next we got not the Phantom Menace but the Montana Menace great dude Montana love Menace love you, you so buddy much. and congratulations appreciate I think he was the one who posted in the arc about some weight loss I think it was or something oh like yeah that. big time big time yeah. cut out dude. the soda I wish I could do it I gotta do it I'm trying man I'm struggling next we got the green plumber also goes by fucking Ouija it's love that dude <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I hope Cody, uh, our Codios, uh, wow, I, I spoke too soon. My words got out of line there. I You're was all right, say, I hope you had some Codios for breakfast, Green Plumber, but. <laughs> They're the best. They're better yeah, than Yeah, they the are best. the best. But Codios, thank you for being the best cereal. Next, we got Joshy Big Boy, who always makes Josh feel so inferior. <laughs> he does. Here. He really does. Appreciate you. Next, we have the biggest NASCAR Thunder 2003 enthusiast in the world. It's Ryan Barca. Ryan Barca! You. Appreciate you. Also, are you married yet? Are you married yet? I want to know. Tell me. Yeah. Are you living happily? I just want to know. Are you married? I just want to know. Have a carried? I just want to know. If I had a lighter, Josh, I'd be holding it up. <laughs> Next, we got the best dad, and not for long, the newest dad. Dustin Mondre. Dustin so Mondre. Just over four months to go, and I'm going to be a dad. Can't gonna be, Brian's going to be a bad dad. I can't stop saying it. Bad dad. Bad dad, Next Brian. Next, we got Anthony Nicolosi from KO Qual Entertainment. Thank you so much for your continued support, dude. We love you. Looking forward to love playing me. your game later this Cora! year. Next, we got Corey Hanks, who says, Let me tell you my opinion. The show sucks, dog. No, it's fun. <laughs> he did though, but it's cool. We love Corey. Hell yeah, I so love it. I love it. I love it so much. Love I love you. you, Corey. Uh, next, we got Brent Onimo. You've heard him on the podcast. He's from Oni Nightwire podcast. He'll be back soon enough. We love Brent him. Brent Onimo, love you, miss Thank you. Thank you so great much. To see the return of you in the Discord, support, man. Yes, great. Love, love seeing you, man. Yeah. Next, we got dropping in with that chili drop pod <gasps> or Mel Chili. It's MH Cosplay. Son of a bitch. Thank you so much. I for love that. you, Mikey. Love you, Mikey. Next, we got Ian Big Dog Mills. He says, you know what? I'm the esports champion. He really just cool. recently had an interview with a game developer, I think it was. Uh, okay. But not sure how it how it went yet. But hoping you get it, buddy. You deserve it. 
Very cool. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, we got the spiciest of all meme lords, Photon. Photon! Thinking we love of you, Photon. buddy. He was asking how Creighton was doing. I said, he's doing good. Thank you. Thank you for asking. Oh, that's so we'll sweet. we have to get him back on your one of these days. Yeah, man. It's hard like, to believe it's no, been since 2020 we had him on, I think. Right. Jesus. Next, we have KN Nick, who says, yeah, shows quality. I'll support it. Hell yeah. That's the way to do it, man. We appreciate <laughs> it so much. Thank Next, you. Next, we have the guy who makes Christian Bale's Bruce Wayne look like nothing. It's Trevor Polky because he's got way more than two women on his arms. He's <laughs> got Polky's the Bruce Wayne. Two trillion times four million times <laughs> 86 billion. I was excommunicated by a gang of vicious thoughts all around my arms. Mm-hmm. Thoughts? <laughs> thoughts. T-H-O-T-S. Thought pockets. Next, we have the Shipleys. Who, Josh, man, the Shipleys have been supporting us for over two Dude, years. a long crazy. time. Yeah. And they're the best WandaVision. Dude, uh, they're better than WandaVision. Yeah, I love yeah, them. Honestly, since we have the Shipleys, it's okay if Wanda Maximoff just dies in Multiverse of Men. Right? <laughs> Dude, did you get your tickets? Not yet. Okay, I got them, but I don't even know if I have that week off for vacation, so I'm like, yeah, better, yeah. better get on that. Gonna be seeing it the week it comes out, though. Yeah, for Next sure. Next we have the OG Halo podcaster. It's Duststorm! Duststorm! Thank you so much, Duststorm. Thank you. And Duststorm. I finally can't believe it. We have our longest-running patron who who discouraged Glass to such a point that we haven't heard from him in forever. No, we I love know. you, Glass. Thank we you do for love support. you, Glass. Thank you. It is the man who saw Justice League and knew it needed more. Oh, Brian, it's Matthew Salvatore. Boom. Man, is, that guys. was golden. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Secret Icon Podcast. Josh actually has a, a review or two to share before we get out of here. I almost got out of here. but oh, Yeah, but no, 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 we do. We do got a nice review. We wanted to save this for the end for a special occasion. This is by our friend. I may be mispronouncing this. If I am, buddy, super apologize. Krolsty? Uh, Krolsty? Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Says Kro- a, Krolsty or Krolsty? Yeah. yeah. Says a fly on the wall listening to a friendship. Five out of five. I don't even use Apple Pod, but I downloaded it just to give these guys a review. So cool. I've been listening to Brian and Josh for almost three months straight at work. I love the positivity and good times that you experience as you listen. I find myself smiling and laughing constantly and wanting to throw in my own opinion during episodes. If you love Halo, you'll enjoy reminiscing with these two. As part of this deal, my request is a new single from Josh because Pancakes with Palmer had me cheesing. (laughs) Also, join the Discord to find many other amazing people. By the way, guys, again, that's discord.com. Oh, wait, discord.gg slash sacred icon. Yeah, there you go. I almost there you fucked go. it up. Anyway, lastly, he says. No, you did. You did screw it up. Let's 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 wreck on that, Brian. Let, to, let's don't say we did. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, lastly, our buddy says, from yours truly, Krolsty, P.S. D's nuts, Brian. Oh, there it is. There it got came. him, Crossy. Came in. Got Thank him. Thank you so much, dude. I, I he said that he went through all of our episodes in like the last three months. And isn't that impressive? I've, I've done that for a podcast once, and it, it's a crazy feeling, isn't it? Because it's like getting to catch up on like a piece of some some dude's lives for like several years, and yeah, man, that makes me feel so good. Because like you know, episodes we did that were like we really dedicated ourselves to, and we we recorded for hours a year or two years ago, mm-hmm. like. Those things are like out of our mind, like out of sight now. Yeah. But they're but it's content that we really put the effort into, and it's yeah. there forever now. And it's just cool to know people. It's can feel still like enjoy I've, that. I've grown so much since then too, in different ways. And it's it's cool to listen back to those, see how we were then, our opinions then, and yeah. then like hear people talk about uh, supporting us throughout that whole time. And it's it's amazing. It means a ton. It really does. And uh, 
it i know it makes you guys feel close because i've done the same thing with another podcast that brian has and you have too curlsty is just listening to one like so straightforward and you just get used to the people and become synonymous with them and you feel like you're there at the table not talking but you're listening and uh yep hey man we love having you here you're here with us in it also sucks when someone's like you're like they're they're talking and you think there's something they should know like like, like, maybe, maybe, maybe you go back on the to, inside to correct. Them yeah, you're like, uh, Josh, uh, you know, the guy who plays Master Chief, what's his name? Is it, is it like, uh, is it Paul, Paul, Paul Cobbler? And someone's like, it's Paul, it's, it's Pablo Schiebler. Ah, you know, and uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's Rob Schneider. God damn it. It's, it's, yeah. it's Pablo yeah. Schreiber. These guys are idiots. I'm done. <laughs> Rob Schneider uh, is Master Chief. But hey, thanks so much, buddy. Is that our last review, Josh? That is our last review. That is. Okay, well, that was a great way to go out on. Um, Guys, thank you so much for being here for this episode of the Sacred Icon Podcast. This was a little bit longer. We covered episode three, Emergence, Back in Your Hole. Uh, It was a great episode. We're having such a great time, and we can't wait to come back next week with episode four of the Halo TV show. Thank you so much, guys. And as always, keep it sacred. episode done here at the sacred icon halo show with your hosts brian and joshua bringing you as always that pure damn ass enthusiasm for the halo universe because we love it it means a lot to us and we know it does for you guys too thank you for tuning in this week and be sure and come back next week but it looks like guys brian is outside revving up his car waiting for me to get in the passenger side but i hate goodbyes so listen i think here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna get up on stage one more time in my white t-shirt with a flannel tied around my waist, my blue jeans with the holes cut in the knees, and I'm going to put a guitar around me, and I'm going to play you guys one more last verse, and then we're going to get out of here. All right? Excuse me. Sitting at the table, it's just like a fable. She's cutting up her pancakes while I pour the maple. Don't want to be without her. She thinks I'm a 
mama Sitting at the table, it's breakfast bummer She wants me to call her, she thought I'd be taller I'm six foot on a straight tuna and I bother Head through the doors, I'm beginning a course When we're done clapping, cheeks, it's time for blue force It's breakfast This one was a lot of fun.